Unconventional advice is recorded in the Yugambe language region. I would like to pay respect to the traditional owners of the land and their elders past, present and emerging. This is Unconventional Advice with Ricky Farrelly, the podcast that helps you navigate your 20s and everything that life throws at you. It's real life university where we talk money, career, relationships and all the crazy shit in between. Your 20s is a fucking wild time and let's be honest, no one has a clue what they're doing. So, before we get into it, just a disclaimer, I'm not a professional, every topic discussed is purely based off my personal experience and opinions, and if you're really struggling or need some serious advice, please seek the help of a professional because that is definitely not me. Now, let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Evan Flo. Ebb and Flow is an activewear brand inspired by the Gold Coast and made for every ebb and flow of life. They have the comfiest bike pants, sports scrubs, and singlets that I've ever worn. And trust me, being a personal trainer, I've tried pretty much every activewear brand out there. I love them because they're squat-proof, sweat-proof, and my all-time favorite because the pants don't ride up during your workout. They have limited stock, so go and grab yourself some before they sell out. Now, let's get back into the episode. guys hi i am ricky and we are joined by georgia today and before we get started i just wanted to put a little trigger warning in there this episode talks about violence and violence against women and also being in toxic relationships so if you're a bit sensitive to that i recommend to skip this episode all right guys let's get into the episode so we're with georgia hello so georgia is my best friend we've been best friends for how long like mm, probably since like year 11, year 11. so we're 16 so yeah roughly five years roughly but five years we've been friends for most of high school on and off yeah like we we were good friends in high school and then we also found out that we used to dance together when we were younger <laughs> um, in this fucking random dance school. Like it was literally yeah. like in her basement. Mm. So, yeah, she chances. was a bit of a hoarder, but yeah. Yeah, she was fucking crazy. Like <laughs> definitely had a screw loose. I don't know what our parents <laughs> were thinking when they sent, like obviously our parents are like, you know, had the same thing in mind. She mm. must have been really cheap or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start every episode with a guest and ask them their wildest story. So what is the wildest thing that's happened in your 20s? Um, the wildest thing that's probably happened was with Ricky, actually. Shocking. Well, with Ricky's dog, she had to have a house inspection and I had to hide her dog. And Ricky asked the lady that was coming to let her know like 10 minutes before she was there. So I had time to sneak out with the dog, but the lady messages her when she's outside the door. So I had to jump off the balcony. She's only on the first floor, so it's okay. <laughs> like a 10-story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just chucked yeah. Kevin off like a 10-story balcony. <laughs> so I jumped off the balcony with Kevin with no leash and I had to I was pretty much <laughs> holding him in the backyard until she left and he even ran up once into the little like 
not like lobby, lobby yeah, yeah lobby sort of area and i was like oh sorry that's just my dog <laughs> like pretend not to know yeah, yeah. or me and, yeah it was like jumping all over me i'm like oh like pretend to be really annoyed i'm like oh god this is dog yeah, and just like walk inside yeah. but anyways that's probably my <laughs> craziest wildest story. story i know it doesn't seem that loud but honestly it was like a fucking yeah. disaster like we, I was like, please, like, message me 10 minutes before because, mm. like, PSA, we're not allowed to have Kevin. Um, but, you know, whatever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so, we're not allowed to have Kevin. And I was like, okay, Georgia, like, I really, like, need you to come over. Mm. And so, she came over and, yeah, I was like, okay, like, you know, 10 minutes before, you just, like, take him for a walk. It'll yeah. Be all good. Like, yeah, just planned on walking him yeah. on the beach or something. But. Yeah. But no, she fucking just, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry I forgot. I'm like, bitch, what if I wasn't home? Anyway, and then, yeah, she just like knocks on the door. I'm like, fuck, Georgia. Like, she just hops over the thing. I like literally throw Kevin off the balcony. <laughs> Guys, it's not like dog abuse. This was just, you know, he enjoyed it. Um, But yeah, he was literally like thrown off the balcony <laughs> and just sprinted back inside it was actually the most chaotic like 20 minutes yeah. of my life very chaotic oh fuck yeah that was Anyways, really funny we did it mission successful. we did it we did it until the next house inspection <laughs> yes. and we'll keep you updated when i have another house inspection yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because philly my partner is never home every time we have one so i always have to like do it by myself mm-hmm. i'm like come on guys can someone be home yeah. so then i have to fucking fling kevin off the balcony every time <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that's your wildest story. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into it because what we're going to talk about, this is a pretty wild story as well. So I really thought this would be a interesting first podcast, like with a guest, mm. um, because this is about being in like a toxic relationship, an abusive relationship. And the whole point of this podcast is kind of to get people because obviously I don't know everything like you know it's pretty obvious (laughs) that I don't know everything and I want to get lots of people with lots of different experiences because I've clearly like never had this experience and I think it'll be good to listen and also so you kind of like know like what to look out for so yeah so Georgia was in a toxic relationship and you're how old are you now Georgia 21 21 so yeah so Georgia's 21 I'm 21 as well and she has been in a toxic relationship already which I feel like is not that like it's pretty unusual to be like yeah I guess it is I don't know like it varies that's true actually yeah because even sometimes I'm like oh no it wasn't it wasn't that bad but I'm like well it was so I guess yeah I guess people are probably in them and mm. that's what I also want to talk about is that people are probably in them and have absolutely no idea yeah. or you just don't realize yeah when you're in it you're just so blinded by being in love with the other person that you don't realize what's yeah. happening or it's you you do but then you just brush it under the rug <laughs> yeah exactly and you're like no no it's like all good so yeah I want to talk about this today because I feel like I think it's important like for parents I think it's important for friends mm. um and for also people who are in them to kind of like recognize the signs and also like how to deal with it and we'll talk about um, a bit later on like how to deal with it when you are friends and like if it affects your relationships with your friends and everything mm. like that so 
The first question I want to ask you is, well, kind of like, who are you? First of all, like, give me like a little bit of a rundown. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. So let me just... (laughs) I'm trying to be so professional here, but George and I literally have like notes written down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've talked about the questions before and I just pulled that one <laughs> and she's just looking at me like oh, what is this question Ricky we didn't prepare for this <laughs> so okay we're not gonna ask that okay so the question I want to ask is what happened so at the start well we just met when we were at birdies in the valley <laughs> the good old birdies if you know you know yeah well basically he was there with some of his friends and we were talking and he was sad and I ended up walking him to his Uber and ended up getting in the Uber and going home with him. So we just spent the night together and I accidentally forgot to let my parents know where I was. <laughs> so I woke up with a few missed calls. But anyways, so we just started talking after that and we got on really well, like suspiciously well. Which, yeah. you know, like, kind of <laughs> like, was it like a house on fire? Like, yeah. Away? Yeah. So, I don't know. We just like never had nothing to talk about. Never ran out of things to talk about. And then we said, I love you really quickly. And like, how quick? Mm, it was probably actually maybe like a m- couple months. Yeah. Because I don't remember when we actually started dating. I feel like we didn't ever really make it official. We just right. both knew. Yeah, okay. So he like never proper asked you out. I feel like he didn't know. But yeah, so we said I love you. You're the love of my life. Rah, rah, rah. It was all very like happy butterflies, rainbows to begin with for the most part. But I feel like he got fired a few times. (laughs) (laughs) So just letting everyone know, this is not the first time we've recorded this episode. This is the second time and we talked so much about getting him getting fired. So let's do it again because I had so much fun yeah. last time. <laughs> so in the first episode, I thought he got fired from Boost Juice. Yeah, sorry, Boost Juice. But now I remember he got fired from KFC. Even I think worse. And maybe Zambreros and maybe Boost Juice, but I'm not <laughs> sure about them all. Let's just say he did. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. (laughs) So was that kind of like a red flag for you? Yeah, because like, I don't know. Personally, I haven't been fired. I've usually left. Like, I'm a bit of a job hopper, but it's always been my choice. It's not because I've been a bad worker, but I don't know. And plus, he didn't have the money to not have a job. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. Right. And this was all during while you like kind of first started dating. Mm. And he really like feeded off his parents and not just like you live with them, fine, whatever. But I feel like he just did nothing. Yeah, I feel like so his mom, um, shout out, we love his mom. Yeah. She was our cleaner, like my cleaner. And she would, like, always tell me what he was up to. Mm. I would get the inside goss and then tell George. And, um, yeah, it, he really didn't sound like he was doing much. And yeah. she was not very impressed with him. Mm. And this was, like, you know, like, he's, like, how old was he? Like, same age as you, like, 20? Yeah, I feel like he's a yeah. year older than me. Year older. Or, like, he's on. He's at the end of December, so it's, like, yeah. kind of two years, but not really. 
I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, look, I'm, I'm just going to say, if you get fired from a fast food chain, like, like not trying to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, man. No, that's a really shitty. No shit. offense. But that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> it was like he couldn't even like wake up to an alarm like yeah he got me but I did this voluntarily by the way but I would call him like when I woke up I woke up at like 5 a.m because I worked at a cafe and I would call him to make sure he was awake like every day because he yeah wow couldn't wake up and I don't know so like you were kind of like his mom you yeah. know, and like you were paying for things as well, right? like mm. a lot of things. Oh yeah, we. I remember we went on this. Well, he asked me to go on a date. How lovely! Like he asked me, right? Yeah. We get that's to the so restaurant. Nice. We have dinner. Oh, beautiful. And he asks me to pay. <laughs> and like not like halfsies. Mm, like I pay like for everything. That's so beautiful. And I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> like, you know, I'm happy to go half half. I'm mm. all for that, but. You asked me on a date and then you asked me to pay for all of it? Yeah. I feel like, come on, like, if you're asking someone to go on a date, you're like, babe, like, I've got this really expensive restaurant that I want to go to. Like, I'm going to take you out. And then, like, you're just like, okay, so you've got the bill. Okay, cool. I'll come meet you outside. Like, you can't just do that. Yeah. Especially even if you're dating. Like, Mm. that's, yeah. So, he definitely used you for money. Mm -hmm. And... He still owes me money to this day. Yeah. I remember, I think I bought him tickets to the 1975 or something. He yeah. owed me roughly like $200. And I, I don't know, he was always like, yeah, like I'll pay you back, I'll pay you back, I'll pay you back. But he never did. And then, but he always had money to go out and buy drinks and buy always. cigarettes. And like, yeah. Still does, yeah. actually. Still does have heaps of money to buy, like, cigarettes. So, mm. always stuff that, like, always had money to, like, benefit him, but, yeah. like, never enough to benefit, like, both mm. of you. And I was like, okay, well, there's my $200. Yeah. Thanks that you've owed me for, like, a year. Yeah. But anyway, so I never got that back. And when we actually broke up, I messaged his mum. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I don't know if this is the right way to go about this, but he owes me $200. And yeah. You know, like, I want my fucking money yeah, back. that's so fair. And then, I don't know, she must have had a go at him and he messaged me. I was like, I can't believe you messaged my mom, like, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, I don't care. Like, pay me back. And, and also then, pay her back. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I think he paid me, like, 80 or, like, $100 or something. So, I mean, but I was like, whatever. I'm not going to yeah. keep asking for it. Hey guys, just quickly interrupting this episode to talk about today's sponsor, Minimaid. Minimaid is a small Australian business that creates unique and beautiful handmade earrings. All of their products are made from polymer clay and hypoallergenic materials. They are delicately crafted in small batches to ensure the best quality. Minimaid believes that jewelry is more than just gold and silver. It's a way of self-expression and that comes in all shapes, sizes and colors. I was lucky enough to get you guys a discount code for 10% off. It's unconventional 10 at the checkout for 10% off. That's unconventional 10 at the checkout, one use per customer. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get back into the episode. Yeah. (laughs) So like heaps of like bad things and then you ended up ending it. Mm. So that's kind of like a bit of a recap of like what sort of happened. 
Now, I kind of want to know, like, when was the first time that you kind of started to see the red flags? Because Mm. obviously, like, I know toxic relationships are, I know the word toxic is sort of, like, thrown around quite a bit. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, every, you know, so toxic, like, toxic, toxic, whatever. But I feel like, and, you know, when we talk about it more, this was, like, genuinely such a toxic relationship mm. like gaslighting and like all the stuff that everyone yeah. but the says. thing is it was more like emotional and yeah that it was like I I don't know because I was like oh but it's not like physical like he's not physically abusing me but then I'm like yeah. I spoke to my psychologist like when it was happening and she was like yeah babe it's like textbook abuse <laughs> yeah and I was like oh okay okay and then from he, you. and then he did end up physically abusing you but yeah. we will talk about we'll that get in the set yeah <laughs> so the first thing I noticed well yeah when it started to go downhill yeah because obviously mm. like you know like with a lot of things and I watched it go down as well it's like they you know they like love bomb you like oh I love you so much like you're the love of my life like as you said he said to you like what do you say? What do you say? You're like the love of my life, yeah. or whatever, and all of that kind of stuff. And then, obviously, when they start to do things, you kind of like forgive them really easily, and you're like, mm. oh no, but it's like it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. But when was the first time that you were kind of like, oh, geez, like I feel like maybe this isn't the best mm. thing. Well, it honestly took me a while to even realize that it was kind of bad because we. I don't know, this is just this toxic cycle began when we were going out like probably three to four times a week, like clubbing. Yeah. And I mean that was normal for us. Yeah, we like I mean 18. we were like eighteen, so yeah. it's like it's pretty normal like, to go out. But every night he would get drunk and then it, it started off as little things. Like he would get annoyed at me for and then I was sort of like, oh, like we're drunk, whatever. Like, you know, emotions are amplified. And then yeah, the next like day. Yeah, he doesn't mean it. He's yeah. just drunk. Yeah. And then the next day he would be like, oh, sorry. And I was like, yeah, like it's fine, whatever. Yeah. But then it started to be like every weekend and every time we every went night. out. And it was just like this cycle that yeah. happened every time we went out and every time he drank. And it's yeah. like, just because you're drinking, it's not an excuse. No. And no. there was one night in particular uh we were about to get the uber out from having pre-drinks and we started to get into an argument about who's gonna pay for the uber because i was saving to go to europe at the time and he i'm pretty sure he didn't have a job at this point shocking and so i was like well i don't want to pay for the uber because i always pay yeah and i'm saving for europe and he was like well Maybe you shouldn't go out if you're saving for Europe. <laughs> and I was like, well, maybe you shouldn't go out if you don't have a job. Yeah. And anyways, I think I ended up paying for it or splitting it with someone. Probably. And we get to the valley. And then I go to message my friend telling her that I'm annoyed about what happened. And <laughs> I <laughs> sent the Snapchat that was meant for her to him. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. What What did you say? I, pre- I think I said something like, when you get yelled out for not wanting to pay for the Uber, even though you always pay for it or something. Yeah. And then I was in the toilet when I sent it. And I was just watching it <laughs> yeah. send and then it Fuck. delivered and then he opened it and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and then I went back upstairs to like the smoking area and he just fucking let loose on me. <laughs> like, and this is like in front of people. Mm. Hey. Yeah. It was actually really embarrassing. 
Yeah, I'll, like, I mean, it, like, obviously it shouldn't be embarrassing because mm. you're not the one doing anything. Yeah. But you do feel embarrassed at the time because mm. you're like, holy shit. I was like, this is my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, and he's just fucked screaming at me. This is the person that I'm in love with. And yeah. they're literally abusing me in front mm. of. And I'm going to go people. home with tonight. Yeah. And then forgive tomorrow morning. Yeah. But anyway, so we were sitting at the table. Well, I was sitting with one of my other friends, just like, I was pretty much just staring at him like, I can't turn around because my ex is screaming at me from behind. Yeah. And yeah, he was just screaming at me. And then, yeah, that's all I remember from that night. Yeah. It was not a fun night. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's definitely something that you would like emotionally block out as well. Mm. So I just want to quickly go back to the things that he said and like how today George is getting her phone out. We've mm. saved all the screenshots. Yeah, I forgot um, about this actually. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of want to talk about like because it it does and I feel like you do just progressively get used mm. to it. Like if my partner now like said that to me, I would actually be yeah. in complete shock. Mm. But I feel like for you, he made it seem so normal Yeah, that – like after a while you just say yeah like this happens all the time yeah and it was just re- every day it was just normal conversation <laughs> it was like all the time and I remember like George and I were laying in bed after a night out and this is oh, when we yeah. got sent the messages hey and I was just reading it like I could, I could mm. not believe I could not lift my jaw off the ground yeah. I was <laughs> in shock and George was like texting way like like just like he's saying like yeah. love you good night and the stuff <laughs> he was saying I'm like holy shit yeah. like how are you mm. and she's just like casually like oh yep this is our good night message yeah. and I'm like what <laughs> what you got issues you got issues so uh, yeah read read out the messages okay, so this was a night Ricky and I were out and so was he but we had gone out with friends and he had gone out with his friends anyways me and Ricky ends up going to a hotel with our friends and we were just drinking there. We ended up getting kicked out from by security after like yeah. 10 minutes anyway. Yeah. But he, my ex, thought I was cheating on him, which I wasn't. And I never did, even though he fucking told people that I did. Mm. Anyways, that's another Classic. story. But this, so he was like, I don't believe you that I didn't cheat. I said, well, I'm going to sleep because I'm tired. And he said, sure, that's why you're tired. Are you kidding me? Nope. And I said, do you want to abuse me anymore before I go to sleep or are you done? And he said, no, I'm not done. I was hoping I could physically do it, honestly. And I just said, that's fucked up. I don't know what else I said. I wish I kept the whole conversation, but I deleted it like a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, fuck, that's like all Mm. you really need. But like, and and yeah, George, George, like, honestly, guys, George was just typing away and I'm like, I mean, I thought that was pretty fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say too, I know I said, do you want to abuse me anymore? But this was at the point where it was like every weekend he was screaming at me in fucking Fortitude Valley. Yeah. Like it was just embarrassing. Do you want to abuse me anymore? It's a rhetorical question. Like obviously she (laughs) doesn't want you to do it anymore. And then he says yes. (laughs) Yeah. Plus more. (laughs) And you're hoping he was like, no. Like it's a fucking rhetorical question. Yeah. He's like, actually. um, Actually, yes. (laughs) I will take you up on that offer. (laughs) Actually, I'd like to take you up on that offer. (laughs) Also, I just want to say, I know we're laughing about this, but. It is serious and, yeah, all jokes aside, it's yeah. very sad. Not just for me but for anyone yeah. that's been in this situation. Definitely. But, 
It was a couple of years ago. It was a few years ago. And like we have talked about it at length many, many Mm. times. So for us (laughs) now, we just kind of like laugh it off and you know but like at the time obviously it was like really serious and we're not we don't think it's funny it's just like kind of our way of coping yeah just talked about this I'm a very uncomfortable laugher yeah definitely I will be like oh my granddad died (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like we're not having a great time talking about this just letting you know like this is not the best night of our life yeah but anyway yeah <laughs> I'm not having the best time yeah. like this is like a serious conversation so yeah. would you like to hear the other screenshot yes please so this was about I don't know me not trusting him anyways also I just want to preface this with when we first started dating he played me this Rufus Dussel song <laughs> called treat you better and he was basically like yeah I just want to treat you better than like your exes like you deserve so much yada 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 anyways so I go maybe I didn't trust you because of the multiple times you broke my trust with the shitty things you did to me when all you wanted to do was treat me better I wasn't fucking thinking about it. You don't get to decide that for me. I don't know what that was about. I don't have the rest of the screenshot. And he goes, don't you fucking dare. Holy fuck, Georgia. I can't fucking believe you right now. (laughs) You're going to play that fucking card right now. You are the most heartless bitch I know. (laughs) What a lovely (laughs) text message to receive from your boyfriend. Mm. So that was, yeah. And that was, so this was like, you know, it was obviously getting quite regular yeah. at this point. But again, he was like making up for it in the morning. Mm. It was always like, I'm sorry, like I was drunk. Or I- it was like, oh no, like that didn't happen. Yeah. Or it was like, no, what? it wasn't that bad. That yeah, I didn't yeah. mean that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, it happened. Yeah. Uh, and I remember it. So. Yeah. Well, you kind of said you like would like to physically abuse me. Yeah. So and I, I kind know. of have the screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've kind of gotten, like, what, like, the red flags. You kind of start to realise mm-hmm. it was very honeymoon stage and then you went through that. So what was the end bit? Like, how did you know slash find out and go, holy shit, like, I think this is actually, like, a really bad relationship mm-hmm. to, for me to be in. And I know everyone, like, they do the victim blaming where they're yeah. like, why don't they just leave? Mm. Like, why don't they just, you know, like I know there's lots of people like with domestic violence relationships and a lot of my relatives um, have been in them and like some of my uncles have literally gone to jail for it. Um, So I know like the realities of it and, you know, and then it's like, you know, my ex-boyfriend used to be like, oh, well, why doesn't she just leave? And I'm like, it's Mm. not that easy. You can't just like, and that's definitely, that's total victim blaming of just being like, why don't they just leave? Like, obviously they know it's abusive, but it's like, you don't. Like, you you don't and you didn't. Or it's like, it's so hard to break the cycle. Like, there was multiple times before we, like, actually stopped talking for the last time where I had blocked him on everything, blocked his number, and we would communicate through, like, Spotify. Like, legit. He would cue songs for me that was like, I miss you. And then yeah. I would unblock him and start talking to him again. And yeah. that would just lead to me going over, us having sex, and then we would just be back to square one. But yeah. So that happened a few times. And then one night, 
this was probably like the worst of it. He, we were in the valley as usual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, were we anywhere yeah, else? Literally. Really? That's, you would find us there Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> and the occasional Monday yeah. if we were feeling up to it. <laughs> so anyways, we're in the valley and I just wanted to go home. I really just, all I wanted to do was go home. And so I'm telling him like, I'm going home. If you want to come, that's fine. If not, whatever. But I just want to go home. I can't stress enough how much I wanted to go home. Mm. So I ended up going to Macca's to get something to eat before I left. And he came out with a few of his friends and we were sort of in, there's a bit next to Macca's where it's like the mall, but it's all closed at night. So we were standing in there and then he was talking to me, I don't know, just telling me he wanted me to stay and like he wanted me to go home with him, whatever. And then I was like, no, no, I'm going home. And he sort of held my shoulders, like held me there. And I was, I started to freak out because I was drunk and it was also scary because yeah, he's 100%. like stronger than me yeah and and a lot taller than you as well yeah so he's holding me there and I was like please let me go like I just want to go home and then I don't really remember what we said exactly but then he just pushed me and I was started like bawling my eyes out and then he kicked some bin but yeah so and he like he, like, proper pushed you, mm. hey, like, yeah. really, like, quite forcefully mm. as well. Yeah, like, I didn't fall over or anything, but it was definitely, like, yeah. yeah. Like, like he it was a it. solid push. It was, And then he was, like, I didn't even mean to push you. Yeah. And I was, like, well, what else were you going to push? Because yeah. it was off to the side of, like, the main sort of street. Like, yeah. it was just us there and his friends were like sitting down and it actually really pissed me off that nobody even said anything like especially his friends who sort of knew me as well and then he kept afterwards I was like I just want you to admit that you did it because like I'm pretty sure I had a little bruise as well like it wasn't big but it was like you know it's still it's enough. Still like, a bruise. <laughs> look, your boyfriend should never give you a bruise. Like, yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless you want it. Mm. And then he was going back and forth from, I didn't push you to, oh, I didn't mean to. Oh, I wasn't trying to push you. I was trying to push something else. Yeah. To like, I, was I like, didn't push you at all. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, what I'm hearing is I did push you, but I'm not going to admit it. A hundred percent. Because yeah. that was the same thing every like weekend. Yeah. But, like, I was drunk and, like, I didn't mean to. Like, mm. I didn't mean to. Like, I didn't mean to push you. Like, yeah. I didn't mean to tell you I wanted to physically abuse you. Yeah. I didn't mean to, like, take all of your money and use it all the mm. time. Like, but it's like, you did. You did. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, 100%. So, anyways, believe it or not, I stayed after that. <laughs> <laughs> after a long talk with my psychologist, I still stayed. But Much I, to my dismay, will yeah. I just say. So, anyways... I don't really remember what happened after that. Just same old, same old until we broke up (laughs) for real. So, like, how did you break up? How did you end the relationship? When did that happen? Like, how long in were you? Mm. I think we had been seeing each other on and off for about a year, maybe a bit more in total. And towards, like, the end end, I... Well, I found out he had got Tinder because Ricky was on Tinder because she was single at the time. I was single, just saying. Yeah, she saw him on there. So that sort of was the beginning of the end because I was like, oh, okay, we're seeing other people now. Yeah. So obviously I went off and started seeing other people because 
I was like, well, I'm going to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to add, being in this relationship, I was also toxic in the relationship as well. I yeah. feel like it, yeah, made I mean, me. it does make, yeah. like, how they say you become, like, the most, like, top five people you hang out mm. with. And he was, like, constantly gaslighting you. Yeah. Constantly making you, like, you felt like you were crazy. Mm. And he, like, that's, you know, like, a number one thing about, yeah. like, being gaslighted. Is he literally made you feel like you were crazy, mm. like you were making stuff yeah. up. And then you kind of, yeah, you did mm. kind of, be- like, turn Well, yeah, I remember one night in particular, I I was so over it, even though I was still with him. I was yeah. so over it. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to talk to him how he talks to me when he's drunk. And I did. And he got so angry and mm. so upset at me. And he was like, I can't believe you would say that, like, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, well, you do this to me every weekend, mate. Yeah. Like, every day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, that was really a, one of the tipping points for me because I was like, oh, okay, so he doesn't even think he does it. And then when I do it, it's a whole other story. Yeah. And then right at the end, I was working as a bartender. And before I started work, I was at this other bar with the people I worked with. Yeah. And him and some friends were there. I didn't even see him when I went in. Anyways, we're sitting there having drinks. One of his friends comes up to me and is like, he is really uncomfortable. Like, can you leave? And I was like, no. Like, what do you mean? I was like, he can't even see me, for one. And I'm pretty sure he got up to, like, go to the bar and, like, look at me and then go sit back down. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being out myself. Well, I mean, (laughs) Anyway, so I didn't end up leaving. I think they ended up leaving because I was literally having, like, one drink and then going to work. Yeah. You'd be like, well, you know what made Mm. me uncomfortable? Um, The fact that he physically abused me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so that he, it makes him feel uncomfortable yeah. that I'm sitting in the same bar as him. Literally. So, I don't know. That was the night I remember I, like, fully blocked him because I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, come and speak to me if you want me to leave so bad. Don't get your random friend that I don't even know, like, to come yeah. up to me and ask me to leave because you're uncomfortable. Like, no, you're a big fucking baby. But anyways, <laughs> fucks. <laughs> fucks, literally. So that was the last night we ever actually talked. Yeah. And I feel like I haven't actually seen him ever since then. Yeah, I don't and think so. it was really abrupt. Like it was yeah. very like on and off, on and off, on and off for ages. And then, and then just nothing. I was just like, no, I can't do this anymore. So I feel like it's yeah. so common though, like mm. of those kind of relationships is it's like once it's on it's on it's like fiery mm. it's amazing like you're in love with each other it's like crazy and then obviously yeah. things starts to go wrong but you dismiss them because you're mm-hmm. like no but I love them so much and things were so good and then all of a sudden it just ends like so yeah because I feel like it's just so fiery mm. so crazy and that's how people get caught up in them though yeah. because it's like you're like, oh my God, like I've never felt like this mm. before. Like yeah. this is like the craziest, most, you know, like amazing relationship I've ever had. Yeah. But it's actually just, yeah, mm. they're just like kind of gaslighting you. Yeah. So that was basically it. But I do have some things that I want to give an honorable mention yes. to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Let's put them in our <laughs> reference book. Honorable mention to one of the nights we broke up and – I was telling him, you know, how insecure I was feeling that I knew he was going to get with other people. Like I was breaking Mm. down like a little baby. 
Oh, but that's so fair. Like yeah. thinking about your partner mm. or ex being with other people, like it literally makes you want to vomit. Yeah. And anyway, so this was like as we were breaking up and then we broke up and I was about to leave and he was like, well, everything you're insecure about now is going to come true. Like as in him <laughs> like, getting with other girls. I'm going to bitches. Yeah. I'm going to like be in a relationship, sucks yeah, to be with you. someone that you're really insecure about. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And yeah. then I drove off and yeah. like bowled my eyes out. Yeah. So honourable mention to that one because that was really nice. Shout out for that one. That was beautiful. Yeah. And honourable mention to Wildlands. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is a real good one, guys. Yeah. So it was Wildlands. We get there. I got there with my other friend, Trish. Oh, what? You have another friend? I know. That's so rude. Yeah, I only got two. It's only you two, baby. <laughs> it's okay. So we get there and we meet up with him, whatever. He's being weird and I was pretty drunk and, you know, on other things. And I was just like, I'm not dealing with this today. So yeah. we went off to another set and then, I don't know, it was getting pretty crazy. And he called me 60 times in a row like legit one after the other like my phone was in my bag and it just kept vibrating and vibrating and vibrating and vibrating and I was pretty gone at this point and it just started to freak me out like I was actually scared and then I would be scared if my mum called me that mm, much like let alone like yeah you know like any if anyone mm, called me that and much. it was like phone calls as well as like messenger messages like everything and I know I probably should have replied and just been like I think I did actually I feel like I said once like I'm fine yeah. but I just didn't want to see him because he was yeah. already being a dickhead at the start of the day and I was like no I'm having fun today so yeah. I ended up blocking his number that night because I was just like no I'm not dealing with this that's so fair. this was at the point yeah when it was like every weekend we were breaking up like every other week and yeah yeah, I was just like, no, I'm going to have fun with my friend and block you. And then I'm pretty sure the next day was one of the times we broke up. Yeah. But then we got back together. So, you yeah. know, defeats the whole purpose. But that is actually crazy. Mm. You know, like who calls that many yeah, times? Yeah, like six zero. 60. Like, yeah, yeah. 60 times. Like mm. that is actually insane. Yeah. I don't even think I've made that many calls in my life, mm. to be honest. Like, that is hectic. I know. I wish I still had the screenshot because it was really hectic. But Yeah, 100%. Mm. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I remember saying to him, I was like, no, you're literally being psychotic. Like, stop yeah. calling me. Yeah. So even though I know we were t- like, I don't know, this is like, I go back and forth. I'm like, oh, but like we were together. Like, I should have said this. I should have no. said that. But it's See, just that's like. him now, just like yeah. getting into your head. Mm. He literally could have messaged you and gone, are you okay? Yeah. And you could have been like, yeah, mm. all good. You know, and that's it. Not met, like call you 60 times. Yeah. If Billy called me 60 times, I'd be like, you better be fucking dying. Yeah. Um, or your bum is just dialing the phone nonstop yeah. because there's no fucking reason to call me six zero like mm. sixty times. That's fucked. That's actually fucked. <laughs> and the fact that you're like still trying to go, oh, but maybe I'm like, no, babe, yeah. sixty times. Holy like, Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was just that That's was just lot. hectic, and that is actually scary. Yeah, like, it was. Scary. And yeah, yeah, I was on acid at the time and yeah. that was just oh that would have been freaking worse. me out like 100%. I was just not in the state of mind to deal with that but yeah 
anyways that's even worse (laughs) and I just want to say obviously at that point in time I was not in the greatest mental state either so that just sort of added to everything yeah that made me like I was so insecure I was at like the lowest of lows like depressed like full-blown anxiety I genuinely just wanted to die which you know I was looking through some of my old Instagram posts on my spam account and I was so unhinged yeah just like I don't know but that's what they that's what they make you like I mean you were completely not like that Mm. before like you know, you guys started dating and then after it was like you were a completely different person and you were so like insecure and Mm. you were just so like just you had no idea what was going on and that was literally all him. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. that was crazy. And honourable mention just to the like mountain of trust issues that he gave me. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's all my honourable mentions. (laughs) That's all? That's all, I think. We'll put them in the show notes. Um, (laughs) So I do want to ask just a few more questions. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them is, like, your friends and family. Mm -hmm. Like, so obviously, like, I knew, but, like, did your family know? Like, how did you feel telling them? How did you feel with the way that I approached you? Because I kind of want people to sort of listen to this and maybe go, oh, shit, like maybe my friend is Mm. in a toxic relationship or, God, maybe I am. And, like, you know, how do you go being a friend Mm. in this situation? And, yeah, like how do you think – how do you think I dealt with it? How do you think your friends dealt with it? Did you want your friends to know or your family to know? Mm. Well, to start off, my mom, I think she did know, well, briefly anyway, what I would tell her. And she, like afterwards, I remember her telling me that she was talking to people at work being like, I don't know what to do about it. And like, yeah, so she knew it was bad, but I just didn't realize the extent that it was. And right, so did she think it was abusive? Mm, I feel like she just kind of had like an inkling. Yeah, she just didn't like him, but. I didn't really tell her everything, but I know she didn't like him. Yeah. So that, but usually my mom's pretty, pretty good about that stuff. I mean, yeah. always trust your mom. Mm-mm. Like they always know. Yeah. So, and she was right. But yeah. So dad, I don't think dad really knew, but yeah. I told mom stuff more than my dad anyway. And same with my friends. Like I told you and Trish like a fair bit, but I feel like I would also leave things out to make it not seem as bad yeah like yeah it was like I knew but I just didn't want to yeah I didn't want to tell you because I I just knew like how bad it was kind of yeah but I knew I wasn't gonna leave just yet yeah (laughs) yeah you're like hang on I've still got shit to do but I feel like you guys handled it as best you could like I just felt bad because I don't know I knew every time I went back that I shouldn't and that you guys were gonna be like Come on, but you yeah. guys were so supportive of me and like you were honest with me as well, which I feel like I definitely needed because it was like I realized it, but I just couldn't leave. But I think yeah. it definitely helped knowing that I had you guys to go back to and yeah, be friends yeah. with and, you know, be there to support me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like from like my perspective, I could see a lot of what was like going on. And mm. like I knew that there was things that I didn't necessarily know. But like it yeah, like from my perspective, it was it was tough because I could tell like 
you know, like, especially if it's your best friend or even your friend, like, you know, when they change and I could just tell, you know, Georgia was always like so outgoing and whatever. And then she became like really self-conscious and I was like, fuck, like what is going on? And for me, you kind of like, you have to be honest. And I was like, babe, I really think you've got to get out of this relationship. Mm. Like this is just so not okay. Like the way you're being treated. Mm. But, you know, I would also say I support every decision you make and I trust that you're going to make the right one soon. And I, yeah, I just said I'm, I trust that you're going to make the right one soon and I just supported her the whole time mm. and so did her other friend. And I think that's what you need because what a lot of people try to do and when it's even worse as well is they try to get the person by themselves so it's like they try and get them to push away their Mm. family and friends and a lot of the times you know for example if I knew some of the stuff that Georgia was going through and I was like this is terrible like you can't do this like and she she went back to him and I was just like well fuck you then Georgia Mm. and just left that's what they want I was gonna say I feel like you can't force someone out of it which is also really hard when you're watching from the outside being like you know, you shouldn't be in this. But it's like if you try to force them out of it, they're just going to end up cutting you off, which is really 100%. hard because it's like you obviously just want the best for them. But yeah, yeah, I feel like you just need to support them as hard as it is, unless it gets to a point where it's like, you know, this is going to get really violent. Yeah, like if look, if it was going to get violent, I definitely would have stepped in and be like, you absolutely like stay at my house but you are not Mm. seeing him but you know like I feel like I kind of just had to support you because the less that you support them and the less that you are encouraging not encouraging but you know the less supportive you are the less they'll tell you so I feel like Georgia did open up to me and um her other friend because Mm. we didn't get annoyed at her and we completely listened to what she said and I feel like if we didn't Georgia wouldn't tell us the whole truth. So I think it's like Mm. really important to like be really like be honest with them and be like, babe, I really don't think this is like a great relationship. Mm. I think you deserve a lot better, but I'm here to support you because if you're not there to support them, then I think it's just like, you know, you probably would be like, well, fuck, I don't want to tell Ricky anything because she's just going to get annoyed at me and Mm. she's going to push me away. And then she'll like, you know, Georgia would end up by herself. And I feel like at that you know, at the end, she really did, like, need me and her friends. And if we mm. weren't there, I feel like you probably could have been with him for a much longer yeah, time I think than so. you were. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like towards when we very last officially broke up, I feel like it really helped because I was, I was working as a bartender at the time. So I was majority either at work at night which was kind of helpful because that's when I would be more enticed to like yeah, talk to him message him and then him. during the day I was sleeping and that was about it which it wasn't great for my sleep schedule either but it helped as like a distraction and I had it's such a social job so I was always like talking to people and like mm-hmm. meeting new people and like hanging yeah, out with like my work isolated. friends yeah so I feel yeah. like having 
lots of people around me was really helpful. So yeah, definitely. So I just want to finish off. Do you have like, obviously my tips for like friends and family is just like completely be supportive, Mm. tell them, you know, be honest with them, but at the same time, like be really supportive of them and don't let them push you away. But do you have any like last kind of advice for anyone who feels like, oh shit, maybe I am in a relationship like that? Mm. Like what's your advice? I feel like just definitely talk to your friends, family, psychologist if you see one because she was really helpful through everything and just be honest with them like if you're worried I know it's hard but just speak up and you know don't expect it to all happen right away and it's okay if it takes time because some breakups take like my psychologist told me some breakups take like up to like eight months to a year to like fully you know go through with it yeah (laughs) so yeah just take your time and yeah surround yourself with people because it helps yeah definitely and like don't feel guilty as well Mm. because I feel like you know even if you do kind of find yourself you know like Georgia just said like being a little bit toxic or whatever don't feel guilty because Mm. that's kind of what they want you to feel like you know they want you to feel bad they want you to feel shit they just want to like break you down so then they can control you pretty much pretty much yeah 100 percent. so that when they do push you or when they do you know like say stuff to you then you don't want to tell anyone yeah embarrassed or you think that's like what you deserve yeah you're like well okay well i deserve that so yeah so pretty much that is like kind of our advice for that and obviously sorry if it's not very good advice I still am like I don't know yeah I don't know how I got out of that (laughs) I mean look we're still recovering from it so but you know if you feel like you are in a relationship like that or you feel like your friend is I think it's really important to like chat to people Mm -hmm. even just like go to a psychologist there's nothing wrong with it you get 10 free sessions if you just go to your local doctor Mm -hmm. get a mental health plan mental health yeah. plan um we've both done that we both need oh it. yeah <laughs> especially after my ex as well um <laughs> yeah I was gonna say you like I've never been in a toxic relationship and I was like well uh, you kind of have I mean I kind of but that's a, that's another that's a story, story. That, yeah. that wasn't physical that was just we'll do part two <laughs> he was an absolute dick so yeah um <laughs> yeah we'll do a part two mm. of like um people who are alcoholics and really abusive but anyway um <laughs> So that is us today. But yeah, Mm -hmm. again, just again, if you do need like any help, just reach out to a professional. But I think it was a really important topic to Mm -hmm. um, talk about because I feel like as the world gets a little bit more complicated, the dating world with like Tinder and, you know, like all of these apps that you can, you know, do stuff on. I feel like (laughs) the Tinder notification (laughs) noise literally triggers my flight or fight literally (laughs) i know like my anxiety just goes through the roof but i feel like it is really important now to talk about this stuff because relationships are getting a lot more complicated Mm. and a lot more tricky and you know possibly like a lot more toxic as well so i think it's important to cover this topic and we'll definitely do a part two (laughs) wild relationship So, yeah, thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. I hope it was 
nice to listen to yeah, yeah. oh not nice know. actually don't let <laughs> us helpful. know helpful yeah <laughs> yeah i don't want to know um mm. but if you liked it just remember that you can rate the podcast on spotify and if you want as well to support me you just press the follow button so you will get notified every time i post an episode but thanks guys bye bye